Hello everyone and welcome back to TVO. On today's episode we are talking about Secret Invasion, Marvel's latest entry into its multiverse saga. Well, its entire saga. Its entire just 15 plus year run. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, what is there to say about this show? Anyway, full spoilers. Let's get into it because holy shit this show sucked balls. <laughs> like, I thought Hawkeye was going to be the worst Marvel television show because I was like, ah, who cares about Hawkeye? Hawkeye at least had Haley Steinfeld and um, Florence Pugh as highlights. This show has Olivia Coleman as a highlight. I'll give them that. Olivia Coleman's character was actually interesting. Actually did stuff. Not a lot of stuff, but like her presence on screen was entertaining. She like had a sinister presence to her and she was actually like well written. Everyone else just kind of running through the motions. Just like Samuel Jackson, good actor, but like I didn't love his performance in this. He just seemed tired. He just didn't seem interested in what he was saying. He just kind of felt like he was just done with it. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is meant to be the super spy heavy espionage like what's going on who can you trust what's happening why are they doing it and you're just like eh, what am i meant to care about here samuel jackson's been away in space relaxing sitting on a spaceship having the time of his life and then someone texts him a message going hey look dude some shit's happening we can't call the avengers because they're too expensive in the budget we need you come back down and fight this on your own we got some clearly obvious plants of like these are the fake people who we've set up and shown and you're just gonna have to believe us that this is somehow interesting even though you know who's the bad guys um the bad guys plight very similar to the other show that we did falcon and the winter soldier refugees with no place to go kind of just then end up murdering people for no reason just to prove that they're bad so that we can go hey look these are the bad guys they don't have legitimate points and reasons and whatnot yeah so let's talk about major deaths in this show we had maria hill die in the first episode as motivation for nick fury to realize that this is serious and that he's off his game because they keep telling him he's off his game. And then in the later episodes, he's still off his game. But then on the last episode, he well, second to last episode, he puts his eye patch back on and he's back on his game. And then he supposedly goes to Russia to fight the bad guy. But it's not him. So all of the emotional stakes in that moment just get null and void because it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's just... What the fuck? This show was so boring. I kept forgetting it was coming out. Like, eh, fuck. And it's just like, Olivia Coleman's character was interesting because she, like, I don't know why. They kept going, look, we have no way of proving that these people are scrolls. Don't try, like, but Olivia Coleman already found a way to prove that they were scrolls. You just cut off a finger and it dies and then it becomes green. So, like, why not just cut Rhodey's finger off when you're talking to the president and basically go, look, scroll. Alien, you found a way to prove that they're not... Like, I know it's like, uh, if they're wrong, they're wrong. But, like, still, a finger isn't just straight up murdering the fuckers. <sighs> anyway, Talos dies as well. Uh, ben Mendelsohn's character. And what a, like, depressing way to go out. It's like, oh, we're going to save the president. Gets shot once. And then um, tries to save the president. 
super scroll strength, punch the glass out. And then it's like, yeah, we saved the president. Oh, Talos dies at the hands of Gravix, the bad guy who's got so many powers at that point, but doesn't use them. <laughs> Uses guns because it's cheaper on the CGI budget. <laughs> um, and then Nick Fury is like, oh, no, we got to get the president out of here. Can't go and save my friend. And then somehow they managed to get it back from the government, even though Nick Fury is, like, highly suspected of terrorism at this point by the U.S. government. Somehow Nick Fury still manages to get the body. Not explained. Doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> like, Maria Hill makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, foreign asset. Yeah, cool. Talos alien. Maybe they just chucked him into dumpster and then Nick Fury went dumpster diving and picked him up. Who knows? But it's like, oh, cool. Whatever. <sighs> so, that's just... I don't know what they were doing. Like, the introduction of, like, the conspiracy is, like, five minutes, and it's, like, Everett Ross gets told to go somewhere by a crazy man who's pinning stuff onto a wall, and then Everett Ross like, yeah, you can trust me. Here's, uh, here's the, the documents, and then he gets choked out for a bit. Then Everett Ross shoots the crazy guy. Turns out not a scroll, because why would a scroll be doing that? And then Everett Ross is like, oh, yeah, and then it turns out Oh, no, it is a scroll. Everett Ross is a scroll. And you're like, what? When did they get him? And you're like, how did they get him? Because the last we see of him, the Wakandans get him at the end of Black Panther. So unless Wakanda has also been invaded by scrolls, but we'll never see that. Ugh, I don't know what they... Uh. But, like, that's... The fan service stuff isn't really the... Like, oh, Rhodey's a scroll. Who the fuck saw that coming? That's been a popular fan casting for years. Mostly because of racist, like, people going, hey, look, here's a justification for why Don Cheadle is now Don Cheadle. Well, Terrence Howard is now Don Cheadle in the Marvel movies, rather than just going, look, he got recasted. It's fine. No one does that for um, the Hulk. <laughs> no one did that for Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo. They're just like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, because it's harder to justify, but it's also like people are like, oh, yeah, black people, it's easy to swap them out. So you just say, look, here's a scroll and people didn't notice. Like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't get the whole, you can't recast someone. It's, it's a weird argument. Like, it's not been a problem in the past. You didn't care when they replaced Edward Norton. Like, I'm sure people did. But yeah, this is why I'm kind of like, I don't I don't see the point of why Harrison Ford has to be um, ever, uh, not... Thunderbolt Ross in Captain America 4. Like, there's no reason why you need to recast that actor. Just have him be a different character. Just have them go to Everett Ross's... Uh, Thunderbolt Ross's funeral. And then have a new director come in. Or the new president. Because also, that's the thing. is He's meant to be playing the president in this. So, how are they going to explain the current president being switched out? Because are they going to just have a line in the next Captain America film... Where it's, oh, yeah, we got rid of that president because he went crazy and started shooting all the scrolls. And now Thunderbolt Ross is the president. Like, it makes, it, it's going to make no sense. <laughs> I didn't think about that until just now. Like, I literally didn't think about the ramifications until I started looking into the future. And like, so America has a four-year term. So is that guy literally going to lose the election because people feel sympathetic to the scrolls? But Everett Ross would just start killing scrolls. So I don't know what the fuck happened in between the presidencies. And this is the things I think about when I'm not thinking about this show. Because <laughs> it's boring and my brain starts to wander and I'm not engaged. But yeah, 
It just does nothing. Like it and it starts with Nick Fury go, coming down from space, and it ends with Nick Fury going back up to space because they can't change anything off screen because they got to have him in space for Captain Marvel two, the Marvels. So you're just like, well, okay, he's gonna end up back in the same place. I can guarantee you, his wife's not. They had to put a line in the show where it's like, I'll help you start, but I'm not gonna continue. Because I guarantee you that actress is not... it. Like, his wife is not in the next Marvel's movie. Because it'd be like, what? Nick Fury has a wife? Yeah, he's had a wife since, like, they announced it in um, The Winter Soldier. It might have been a joke at the time, but they did give him a wife. Also, a scroll. So we know Nick Fury likes the interspecies uh, two-person tango, which is... Like, I knew they were going to do it. But I thought the reveal was going to be that Gravik was Nick Fury's son. But no, it's just some random soldier happens to be a bit upset he isn't spaghetti that he shot some people for Nick Fury and Nick Fury happened to not find a home and it's easier for scrolls to live in secrecy on the planet because people are racist against aliens and black people and all of this stuff but it never really touches on it like we never see like humans it's weird because they've got to have this problem with the X-Men because they have all of these superheroes that everyone loves and everyone hates and they can't they keep changing what the public perception is. But ultimately, everyone's like, yeah, the Avengers, they saved the day. Every, like, we love them. And it's like, yeah, cool. But, like, the X-Men, they've got to tie it into we hate them. So it's like, ugh, how are they going to do this? It's weird. But, uh... So the whole build-up is why did Nick Fury... What's, what's Nick Fury's... What are the bad guys trying to get? And it turns out Nick Fury got a bunch of scrolls at the end of the Battle of Earth, which is Endgame's battle, uh, to scoop up all the DNA of the bad guys and then put it in one singular vial, which I don't know how that fucking works. Also, all the bad guys and everything got dusted. So how the fuck did they get Thanos and Cull Obsidian and all of this nonsense? Like, unless they got it from the first battle and they went to... Because unless they went to the planet that Thanos got his head beheaded in a in the beginning of Endgame, rather than the end, and took the blood from that, and, like, somehow went into space and got Ebony Moore's dead, cold, frozen corpse and all of this shit. Because I don't know how they got half of these characters' DNA from the Battle of New York. Like, they went, oh, yeah, even Captain Marvel bled. Yeah, but, like, she didn't bleed on a rock. And, like, how the fuck are you going to tell it's Captain Marvel's DNA? Like, I don't know what the logistics is of this. And it's too many powers. Like, that CGI, that battle at the end was atrocious. Like, the CGI was bad. Not anything against the artists, they probably had no time to do it. But, like, Amelia Clark, this is what I, I like, I found hilarious about it is, because Amelia Clark is such a big name actress, that they, they basically, it's such a weird thing, because I know it, it makes no sense in, in terms of the show, but Gravik never once until, the, like, the end changes into a scroll. Or, like, he, ch he changes very infrequently into a scroll. And I'm assuming that is mainly because the makeup takes a long time and they don't want to spend the budget doing that. And it's easier to have the actor just be in shots where they're themselves. And it's the same with Amelia Clark, And it's the same with um, Ben Mendelsohn. And it's the same with anyone playing a scroll. They're like, we want to be in our natural human bodies. And they have one line of dialogue in it where they basically go, look, it helps... 
you stay in character if you are that character for a long time. That is their one justification why all of these scrolls in the compound and stuff are not in scrolls makeup and all of that. And it's like, okay. And even then, Amelia Clark's character at the final battle, because they needed to differentiate, because it's just two people with massive power gains fighting each other. So they had to go, well, Amelia Clark, we need to know that it's Amelia Clark because we've barely seen her in scroll form. So we need her to be just like, yeah, I'm not going to fight as a scroll. I'm going to fight as Amelia Clark. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God damn it. Okay. And then seeing Amelia Clark with like, bigger body appendages. She's such a tiny little person. It's so funny seeing, like, Dave Batista's arm, which I don't think, like, I think of tattoos and stuff. So part of his genetic, de- like, people have pinpointed this all as, like, weird shit because they need the distinction on these characters. But, like, Ebony Moore has his rings, apparently, genetically encoded into him. Dave Batista's um, Drax has his tattoos and, like, scars or whatever they are, genetically tattooed into his skin. (laughs) And, like, other things like that, it just makes no sense. Because all they did was just copy and paste the assets because they don't want to spend a lot of money on the budget. And, like, we've seen Gravik, like, have his head blown apart by, like, a gun. And, like, half of his face just be ripped apart and extremist build it back together. And, like, the final thing is she just blasts him through the chest with one of Captain Marvel's power beams, and that kills him. And you see his eyes turn slightly grey. And that's meant to be... Oh yeah, indication that he's dead. Disintegrate the body. Like, just straight up obliterate it. Like, don't just punch a hole through his chest. But like, nah. They're just like, yep, leave him. And then Amelia Clark's got every single Avenger's power. And we're never gonna see her again. Like, they shouldn't have done that. They should have just picked, like, some distinct characters. Like, they did... Because they have... Originally, he's got, like, Groot's body. He's got a Colobsidian's arm like dna from when they cut that off that's what i mean it's like how the fuck did they get like the other characters like dna because they got dusted but like it makes sense for those ones because Groot. i don't know how you genetically infuse a tree into the dna of a a scroll but hey look it works but it, it makes sense like you give some of the powers like you pick like the force like a lot of them are just punchy people like i think people have worked it out it's like captain america bucky Hulk. Like, why would you need Captain America when you have Hulk? Why would you need Bucky when you have Captain America? Why would you need Abomination when you have the Hulk? Like, just give them, like, Ghost, the Hulk, Captain Marvel, so you can do lasers. And then, also, why would you need Drax for strength? Like, none of these characters are, like, most of them are just big, punchy people. Like, Thanos. They have Thanos in there, and it's just, like, cool. Oh, yeah, just give them Mantis. Have Mantis, Groot, and then, like, limit it. Put a limit on it because it's just is Mantis's mind powers genetic and she knows immediately how to use them. Like, did they get the, the memories of all these people so they know what their powers do? <laughs> they don't explain it and it makes no sense and it's weird. What else didn't I like? It's weird talking about this show because normally I'm like a big Marvel. Like, yeah, I like it. I've I talked shit about Marvel in the past. Marvel's been on the down line, uh, decline, and I think for the first time, like in a long time, like last year, it was like Marvel didn't win the superhero thing. And I think this year they're not either. And that's like, I don't know if this is worse than The Flash, but it's certainly a downgrade for Marvel. But like, Spider-Verse is so good. Like, Across the Spider-Verse is so good. And Guardians was pretty good. But I don't think 
Guardians beats Spider-Verse. And I don't think Quantumania can even beat Spider-Verse. And I don't think the Marvels will beat Spider-Verse. So again, mainline Marvel MCU has not won like a superhero thing. They might not get the worst because the Flash is fucking atrocious. And Blue Beetle doesn't look that good. And Aquaman 2 is probably going to get delayed to next year. So, like, who the fuck knows what's going on? But yeah, uh, it's not a, it's really not that interesting a TV show. Like, the mystery of who's a scroll and who's not a scroll. They basically tell you who's the scroll at the very beginning because they show the process of how they get the DNA and they get the memories. And that's a fucking complicated, like, system. Like, also, why are they holding, like, a million scrolls underground? Like, they don't... This is what annoys me. Because in... Like, unless they... That, like, I know what they're doing. But why are they not killing... Like, they have shown that the scrolls are killers. Why are they not killing the people that they are having... I know why they're not. Because Marvel wants it so that it doesn't look too bad. But they have no reason to keep them. Their memory thing takes all the memories from that point. So they are genetic... Like, memory-wise, that person... And that person is not making any new memories. So all they're doing is keeping them around so that they can go, oh, they didn't die. When the reveal is the... But, like, for general... Like, for, like, mainline characters, like Rhodey and um, Everett Ross, like, it's like, oh, yeah, so we're not killing these ones because they have so much more genetic code and we need them because they're more um, important characters, like, in the world. But, like... General people, why the fuck are they not just killing them? Like, if they want to integrate into that person's life fully, why the fuck are they keeping them around? Like, it seems that they don't need to tap up every now and again. It's not like their memories fade. Like, if if that was the thing, if they stated that they can only hold it for a year and they need the memories only last a year or something like a couple days or something like that, and they need to top up, that's that's a justification as why they're alive. At the moment, it just seems like they can just steal all the memories and then they don't need to worry about it so why not just kill them and then not have to deal with it that's it that they don't state that there's any reason why they need to keep them around other than that f stupid reveal at the end where it's like look at all of these um bodies of random normal people because there's a million scrolls too many again too many scrolls <laughs> and it makes no sense well if how the fuck do you keep a million people underground doesn't make any sense um and then, like, the ending again, where, like, Talos's whole principle for this is, like, if we just show humans how kind we are, they will accept us. And Nick Fury's argument is, yeah, nah, mate, that's not gonna work, and we just gotta keep you hiding, but ultimately, Earth is your new home, because I gave up, and I can't be asked to keep looking through the universe to find you a planet, and then whatnot. <sighs> also, the ending is basically Nick Fury going, hey, look, this, um... The Kree are open to peace negotiations with the Skrulls. Why didn't you fucking tell Gravik that? And basically go, hey, look, buddy, you're now super powered. If the Skrull, uh, like, the the Kree try and do anything, you've got enough power to beat the shit out of them. So, you've got a playing card here. Why not use that? But Nick Fury's just like, nah, I sent in a girl to, I don't give a fuck that she's a girl, by the way. I just said, like, I'm basically just, because it's just like, uh, I sent in the daughter of Talos. Um, to go beat the shit out of him because, again, I don't think it's stated anywhere that the the Kree can survive the radiation because I don't think they have any proof that there is radiation. I just thought Nick Fury because like, I get it. It's like oh yeah, he's coughing up and 
spluttering because, yeah, like radiation, I guess. But they don't state that the scrolls are only staying there. I don't think I might have missed it, but I wasn't paying that much attention when I was watching this. I was watching enough attention, paying enough attention, but like I got bored. <laughs> the dialogue isn't that memorable. I had to keep turning on subtitles whenever Gravik was talking because he's got a bit of a mumble to him or like a bit of like uh, I had trouble reading, what, like hearing what he was saying because of his little accent it was mostly during the meeting when he's talking to like all the presidents and politicians and things like that and committee leaders and everything and you're like oh who are these people oh they're all scrolls and then cool and then at the end that's what i was getting to tell us his main principle is like we got to show humanity that we're good which is odd because they're not showing humanity that they're good they're showing that humans are good because they're disguised as humans so that doesn't make any sense like unless they're like out and about walking around as green fuckers <laughs> like no one's gonna know but his plan is like oh we go to the president we save you from this incident and then it's like you can help us do some diplomatic shit and get people to accept us give us a home and his daughter's like yeah that's fucking stupid bro that's not gonna work and then he tries to save the president he saves the president nick fury fucking leaves him to die um like his dead corpse and then it's like the president's like, oh, dude, this alien tried, like, once it's revealed that Rhodey's an alien and the president's like, oh, fuck, dude, this dumbass alien tried to kill me. Let's just go on a mass genocide and, like, make outlaws of full alien life an enemy of the world. Forgetting that, like, Thanos was, again, an alien and, like, most of the Avengers are aliens or people from outer space who beat back the aliens that were trying to invade the planet. So... Again, this president seems real dumb. But he's but I thought the twist was it gonna be like, oh yeah, no. Like the president's like cool with it. Or like because Talos he saw that Talos saved him because it kinda cuts between the president being blurry in the car scene and Talos like breaking him out. And then I guess the president didn't see Talos and Dick Fury doesn't explain that Talos was a scroll who saved his life. So I don't know. <laughs> this show sucks so much shit. And I think this is the lowest rated Marvel thing, like MCU thing in a long time. I think it's like sitting at like 8%, 8, 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I mean, and it means nothing. Um, but yeah, it's just like fucking hell. They messed this up. Okay, it's on 66% Rotten Tomatoes. Where the fuck did I get 8%? So it's not, it's gone up, I think. Maybe it's gone up. Oh no, it's, why is it changing? It's on 55. Audience score of 52. But yeah, man, this was a hit and a miss because just nothing happened they kept ending on deaths and then they're just immediately going yep those deaths happen what's um eternals because eternals was the lowest rated one 47 okay so no eternals is still the lowest rated but i guess it's the lowest rated tv show i don't know why eternals got so much hate also where the fuck is harry styles in it i know why harry styles in it because the director wanted them in it but god damn that guy sucks uh what a life, eh? But yeah, I think this is long enough for me to complain about this stupid show. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to a little rant about Marvel. Hopefully Loki Season 2 is better. Although I have my doubts. But yeah, hopefully hopefully Loki Season 2 is better. And it comes out in o October, I think? But yeah, I mean... I hope the Marvels is good. From Honestly, from the trailers, I quite enjoy the tone. And I think it looks interesting. It could be fun, but oh my god, Marvel has been hit or miss lately.
Oh, that's the thing. The Super Scroll thing is the same problem with Thunderbolts. Because the Thunderbolts is meant to be, like, the bad Avengers. Um, but in in the current MCU version, it's just Super Soldiers. Like, I think the only person that they had, again, with an interesting power, is Ghost. Because I think the lineup for the Thunderbolts um, is just... So, yeah, we got Yelena Belova, um, like, Canadian um, Captain America, Taskmaster, Bucky Barnes, and um, knockoff Captain America. So, like, you have five super... Like, four super soldiers, or, like, five people who are just, like, fighters. And then you have uh, Ghost as, like, the one with actual powers. But that's it. You have, like, no... Also, apparently the cast list has Stephen Yoon as the Sentry and Tim Roth. So I'm guessing Abomination. And also Paul Bettany. So I'm guessing Vision. But, like, that's not confirmed. So, like, I doubt doubt those. I'm guessing that's just because people want those characters. They might be in it. They might not be. But, like, the Thunderbolts is just strong people. So there's not going to be any, like, interesting, like, power dynamics. It's just going to be a bunch of people punching each other. That was the problem with the fight. It was just a bunch of punching and then some lasers and then just a bit of sleeping and a bit of phasing. And that was it. That was the big fight. That was all their super strength nonsense. And that's going to be the Thunderbolts. It's going to be like just a bunch of punching people and one person with an interesting power of phasing through objects. Like there's no visual distinction really from their fight styles. Like Taskmaster might be able to do some other stuff rather than fight because they've got the Taskmaster brain of being able to copy moves. But like unless they like they can't copy Captain Marvel because they don't have any power to do that. So they can only really copy people who are like fighters. But yeah, that was the problem with the Super Scroll. It's just like, oh yeah, we don't have any fucking distinction because it's all just people who have like got super strength and they nullify each other. Because, like, Captain America is not as strong as the Hulk. So why would you need anyone other than the Hulk's DNA? (laughs) Or Thanos. Because Thanos is stronger than the Hulk. So just have Thanos. And just have a big purple arm or something come out. It just... uh, Such a bad fucking ending. And it has no consequences. Because Nick Fury is like, Ah, well, the Earth... All the scrolls are being shot up on Earth. Rather than dealing with that, I'm going to go to space again. (laughs) That's the thing. It's just like, what the fuck is that ending? Because it's like, oh, yeah. The president, I'm going to give you a phone call saying, you shouldn't have done that. You're a naughty boy. Like, innocent people are getting shot. Because they basically show um, a montage, which is the most interesting thing in this whole show, of, like, vigilante terrorist groups and stuff like that going around. Or, like, government-sanctioned officials going around and shooting, like, news anchors, who like, who are scrolls. And then it's showing the scroll transformation. And then it shows like normal vigilante people going around and shooting the prime minister of the UK um who isn't a scroll because they got rid of that scroll and like the person came back and then she's dead so they just straight up kill her UK prime minister <laughs> and like yep cool and then they show a scroll fighting back and it's like cool okay so there's going to be a war and then it's just like nah mate i'm going to go back to space because i got to go be in space for the next movie and I'm not going to mention any of this to Captain Marvel or Maria Rambo or Kamala Khan. <laughs> Took me a while. Um, but yeah, it was just a dull, dull TV show. It wasn't visually interesting. Like, it was just... Like, there's an aesthetic to, like, 
spy things and it's just like espionage and shot really cool because that's the thing you got to keep interesting you got to keep the shots interesting it's just a lot of nick fury sitting down a lot of shots of just nick fury just taking a seat standing up for too long and then having to take a seat and i get it he's old like i don't know why they're pinning all of these franchises on old people like general ross harrison ford's like in his 70s 80s hang on let me just check how old harrison ford is harrison ford is 81 and he is going to be a main part of the next Captain America movie. Why Why Marvel and like all of these people? Like DC as well. Like they pinned the Flash on Michael Keaton, who's like 60, <laughs> like 60 or 70. Why is Why are Hollywood so scared of just letting like, like they're trying to do the young Avengers, but they're still like desperately clawing to like these legacy like actors and actresses um, to be major roles in these franchises so that they can get everyone because they're recognizable and they don't want to make new stars it's so weird i don't get it anyway that was another like six minutes of me just complaining about stuff and sidetracking so i'm gonna end it here hope you enjoyed and next week will be oppenheimer i think it was meant to be last week but it took too long i did get i have seen it um and i will discuss it i do want to go see barbie and i don't know when i'll see barbie just to do the meme and dan might be back next week because dan has finally finished his setup and all of the other stuff well eventually hopefully no guarantees but next week maybe the return of dan maybe the return of tfe maybe the return of some some stuff who knows my local cinema shut down so <laughs> i have to now go out of my way to go watch movies which annoys me greatly and so some stuff might be different we might be doing other stuff who knows i will leave it now I've been going on. The problem with me being a solo person is I just talk. And I need someone to tell me to shut the fuck up. And on that note, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.